Hello and welcome to this episode of Bumfrey's Occult, Season 3, Episode 1, in which I, Jeffrey Bumfrey, occult investigator extraordinaire, fulfill my part-time duties as a consultant on Warlock's Antiques Roadshow, which mirrors in part the famous long-running BBC television experience. This being, of course, an occult version, proceedings occur after midnight, and secretly, in this case, in St. George's Hall, a grand neoclassical pastiche festooned with columns and mosaics, I was ensconced at a small trestle table, being a specialist in particularly nasty things in the occult environ. As per usual, I was greeted with a cavalcade of denizens from the occult netherworld, who popped up to have their strange and sometimes terrifying items valued by yours truly and a panel of other experts in various fields. There were witches, warlocks, necromancers, Irish dancers, <laughs> toads, frogs, logs. All shapes and sizes of occult entities turned up with their antiques, fairies, people from a dairy, other things that rhymed. Everyone was there, and it was quite a lively atmosphere filled with an evil good humour, with everyone quite excited to have their items perused and valued. As a specialist in sex aids <laughs> and necrotic dildos, I was going through my usual <laughs> procedure of examination, handling and valuation, and I'd just valued... <laughs> An absolute ripper of a ten-foot wongo wongo dongo <laughs> for seven shillings and sixpence. But let's not you think, dear listener, as you <laughs> engage with my honeyed liquid and highly well-pronounced tones, that Bunfrey is some sort of sexual monomaniac, <laughs> obsessed with bottoms, boobs, vagines, and cocks. Not at all. There are many other items I have an interest in. And the very next person that came to me presented me with a terrifying object that was to be. The subject of the tale I will now regale you with to your fascination, interest, and amusement. The personage that presented himself before me was a rather diminutive chap in a striped sports jacket, who I recognised as Tinsy Vinci Raymond, a cult hairdresser and camp scouser of some significance within 
the Borlockian and Witchian community. Tensi Vinci, great to see you. What have you got for me? He began to expound in his camp Liverpool accent. Well, I a Bumfrey, great to see you, mate. Now you need your roots doing, you'll have to pop in, won't you? Yes, I do need my roots doing. I would like a little touch-up on the silver ends. But that is for another time, Tinsy Vincy. Do show me what you've got. Okay, well I've got this witch bottle. Right. Now I got it off my auntie when she passed this mortal coil. Um, and I want you to have a look and do evaluation. <laughs> right, let's have a look. A witch bottle, you say? Yeah, um, it's got a label on it with um, some information which might help you <laughs> in your valuation. <laughs> right, let me see if I can get it together in between improvising these two voices and spin out the narrative. Right, let's see the label now. There seems to be various items inside. A twig, a leaf, a little bit of sand. And the label reads thus. Witch Bottle, Margaret Hecate, Dorsetshire, Village of Bongley, 1922. Now what you've got here is the spirit of an evil witch that has been contained within the bottle. Various items inside, alder root, Bobbleston plant and sacred sand have been put in within the spirit of the accursed Margaret Hegarty in order to contain her epic evil in the bottle. Now, these aren't of great value, but they are of interest to various museums like the Pitt Rivers Museum in Oxford, who could probably sell it for at least... 200 to 300 pounds at auction. Mm, I'm saving for a bit more, you know. I wanted to go to Corfu. Well, it is what it is, Tinsy Vincy. You're not going to get more than that. Oh, well, a bit disappointing. Unfortunately, I had been indulging rather in the free sherry that was available to experts at Warlock's Antiques Roadshow. This rather hampered the handover of the bottle from myself back to the camp hairdresser, Tinsy Vinci Raymond. Almost in slow motion, I could see it slipping from my fingers and falling onto the hard mosaic floor of St. George's Hall. As a Warlockian occultian expertian, I knew this was very bad indeed. As the glass smashed, an unearthly hurricane of wind blew the trestle table over, and the revolting apparition of Margaret Hegarty revealed her form and confirmed the reason why she had been contained within the bottle in 1922. 
her cadaverous head, wild hair, four arms, eight tits, and serpent-like tail, flailed around, throwing antiques, warlocks, witches, and experts, hither and thither, willy-nilly, and also pell-mell. She screamed in a terrible fashion, rising in pitch like a kettle about to go off on an old-fashioned stove. The camp hairdresser was not ready for this and could not handle his shit. In fact, he lost his shit right from the off. Oh, fucking hell, it's a fucking big witch entity. Oh, shit, oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. Ah. Calm down, Tinsy Vincy. Bumfrey's here. I've got it under control. I used my arcane knowledge and reached into my jacket pocket. As the old phrase goes, if you want to deal with a witch that's a bitch, give it an itch. Thankfully, I had within my personage a sachet of Warlockian itching powder. This I threw in Margaret Hecate's grotesque face. She began to scratch with her four clawed hands at her head and eyes, making this noise. Scratch, 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 scratch. I ducked behind the trestle table, pulling Tinsy Vincy next to me. How fucking hell, I'm fucking terrified, said Tinsy Wincy. Luckily, though, within 15 seconds, Margaret Hegarty, the disgusting witch apparition, had ripped off her own fucking head. There was blood everywhere, but the problem had been solved. Bunfrey, despite causing the initial fracas, had indeed stepped into the fray and fixed the problem. The occult Wunderkind had done it again. Of course, there was rather a large insurance bill to pay, <laughs> and I did have to refund Tinsy Vincy for his smashed <laughs> witch bottle and the ensuing PTSD. But if you want to make an omelette, you've got to break some eggs. <laughs> Tune in next time for another exciting portion of Gnostic, Esoteric, Mesmeric, Phantasmagoria that will be the next episode of Bumfrey's Occult. Bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-